Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Danielle Liss. Each week, we will help you unlock the secrets of influencer marketing through interviews with leading professionals, and tips and tricks to help you scale your business. Sit back, grab a coffee, and let's talk all things influencer marketing. Hey there, this is Danielle. And this is Jamie. Welcome to the Business Ease Influencer Marketing Podcast, Episode 3. Yay! I know! I know! Are we going to say yay after every single one? Because I feel like we might have to. <laughs> I don't feel like the excitement is diminishing for me at all. Like, I feel like this is very fun every time we get to do it. So I think that, yeah, there may be a yay each time. I actually just really like wearing the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> and you know me, I just like to talk. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fun. I have this cool my arm on my desk with a microphone. It feels very official. It's fancy. It really There's is. There's nothing that feels fancier than when someone tells you to talk and then gives you a microphone. Amazing. I remember well, the first time I spoke and I had that feeling. Oh, I know. I know. I was like, you're giving this to me? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I'm not giving it back. <laughs> well, we want to welcome everybody to our third episode. And if you listen to episode two, you know that Jamie interviewed me last time and this time. I'm going to interview Jamie. And one of the reasons we wanted to do this was for those of you who don't know us personally or haven't seen us speak, we want you to have an opportunity to get to know who we are and what our background looks like, what we do in the influencer marketing space. That's kind of why we're here. We thought it would be fun for everybody to have an opportunity to get to know Jamie today. Are you ready, Jamie? I think so. Okay. I'm going to share my awesome with the world. <laughs> it's true. You really are. So I'm going to ask you to dive deep down into your memory. And I want to know if you remember the first blog that you ever read. Oh, that's a good one. So I do. And it's a little, it's a little embarrassing. Fun. I know you didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> I'm excited though. <laughs> so the first blog I ever read, I'm fairly sure was like a live journal. I think. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. Not remember. to date ourselves. No, I know. I know. <laughs> no, vintage. Remember we're vintage. Right, vintage. Vintage, yes. Um, the screenwriter Diablo Cody, a lot of people may know her because she wrote the movie Juno. She kept a blog. I think it actually started off as like a newspaper column that they put online and then ultimately became a blog about working at a peep show. 
And this is a totally PG podcast. So this is scandalous, Jamie Lieberman. Oh my goodness. She's an excellent writer, I have to say. And it was fascinating to hear her stories. And so that is honestly the first blog I remember reading. And I loved it. And I still really love her. She's a she's a great writer. She's written books and movies and she's good. I love Juno a lot. So I'm all for this. Although I cannot say that I remember reading that one. Who knows? I read a lot of blogs when I was in law school, not because I was procrastinating at all. Not at all. No procrastinating. (laughs) Never. Well, since we're talking and since I mentioned law school, what made you become a lawyer? Legally Blonde. No. (laughs) (laughs) What? Like it's hard? (laughs) Exactly. No, that's the running joke actually with my friends who helped me proofread my law school applications that I should have done them on pink. I became a lawyer because I was, um, I had never thought I was going to be a lawyer, but when I came out of college, um, I, it was the dot-com era. I know, I know vintage. And I bounced around from dot-com to dot-com because every time I joined one, they would close. And then I started working for a publishing company. In that publishing company, we, I joined there in 1999 Ah. and the company was doing great. And I was there for a few years and I ended up running all of their operations, which was amazing as a 25 year old. (laughs) But then 2001 happened and the economy tanked and September 11th happened and the business fell apart. And so we went, when I started there, there were 30 of us at our peak, we had about 150 as soon as the economy tanked, we ended up laying off about 125 people. And I was responsible for that, which was a oh, heavy, wow. heavy burden. Um, and in doing so, I obviously had to consult with outside counsel on a number of issues. And I was also negotiating settlements from contracts we were defaulting on. And the lawyer who I was working with said, hey, have you ever thought about law school? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then my job was about to be lost. So I took the LSATs actually oddly on a whim and I did really well. And all of a sudden I had a scholarship to law school and I thought, "Ah, I'm going to go to law school. And it would turned out to be the best non-decisive decision I've ever made. (laughs) So often when we hear people who are like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Let's try law school. It's not always a happy ending. (laughs) Oh, it's almost never a happy ending. I got so, I got lucky. It was such a good fit for me that I got lucky too. Yeah. (laughs) So now we know how you became a lawyer. How did you get involved in influencer marketing? So I I also have always blogged, but it was like I blogged when I lived in New York City about living in New York City. And I blogged. Were you a little Carrie Bradshaw? I wish I was a little Carrie Bradshaw. (laughs) I did not have her apartment, shoes or clothes or access to all those amazing restaurants and openings or celebrities. But I did live in New York City (laughs) and I did have some really cool experiences. So I had a lot of fun blogging about that. But when I had my first son, I decided I was going to stay home from work. And then I quickly realized I was not cut out to be a stay at home mom. For the stay-at-home moms out there, you guys are epic rock stars. I was just amazing. I wasn't able to do it. And so I was sort of trying to figure out what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. And I started a blog, which um, it turned out for me wasn't the best fit. But in doing so, I started working with a company that some people may know called Type A Parent. And I was actually doing VA work for them. Um, just looking for something extra. And I really wanted to learn about blogging space. It was really interesting to me. This was years ago. Um, and I sort of saw something there. And the more that I started working with them and attending their events, I realized 
I really like this industry. This is a really good fit. And there just wasn't a lawyer out there who spoke the language of the influencers besides, frankly, you. (laughs) 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 And so it just turned out to be such a great fit for us. And I I love it so much. And we got so lucky that and we had our quickie Vegas wedding because of type A. That's right. For people who don't know, Jamie and I, I joke about this all the time. And we always say, people don't think legal is sexy. And we're like, what? Legal is amazing. You should come hear us talk. Jamie and I were both placed at a round table at Type A Vegas to talk about legal topics. No one came to, (laughs) because there were all these other tables that were like, how to get more followers on Instagram, how to make great Pinterest images. So everybody went to those tables. Well, with no one to talk to, Jamie and I started talking and we fell in love very quickly. And I remember going home that day and telling my husband, I met somebody at this conference. And he's like, back up a second. (laughs) (laughs) And so then I explained it to him. And then we followed up and business ease was born. Then hashtag legal was born. And so that's our meet cute. We got quickie Vegas married as business partners. It was amazing. So I'm forever grateful. Yes, exactly. So to the people who ignored us at the table, (laughs) it's okay. But if you see us in the future, please come and say hi. Right now, because influencer marketing has changed so much, especially over the past five years or so, what do you think are the biggest challenges in the influencer marketing space right now? That's such a good question. You have such good questions, Danielle. Thanks. I try. I think the biggest challenges facing in this industry um, really stem from how quickly it's changing. Every other week, there's something new. And every other week, there's a new app or a new platform. And some of them stick and some of them don't. And then the ones that do stick, it's that question of, well, how do I monetize this? And I think that the monetization piece is the thing that people struggle with, I think, the most is figuring out the most authentic way to monetize a person's influence. Because it it really is, has such a great impact when you are someone who has an engaged audience. um, Your audience cares about what you're writing about and what you're saying and your photos. And so figuring about that balance, I think, between being able to make money um, at this craft that you do and also being able to stay authentic to who you are, I think is um, a great challenge um, in this space as well. How do you like to work with influencers the most? I I honestly love when they come and there are clients at hashtag legal. It's really my favorite. I love when I meet someone at a conference or if they hear me speak or hear us on a podcast and they come to us and they think they say, I didn't even know I needed to think about that. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know. Isn't that right. the, thing that, the thing that people say when you you don't know what you don't know? Let's get a little woo about it. Yeah, <laughs> Let's true. put it on an inspirational pull quote. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We need a really good photo for that. And, uh, <laughs> It'll have a cat. Yes, of course, of course. And so um, I really love when someone comes to me and says, you know, I I had no idea that um, I needed a privacy policy or that I should be looking at the exclusivity provision in these contracts. I was just signing them. So there's just for me, it's really the education piece and the helping someone and grow their business. We are able to help them build that business and grow that business and make that business, bring it to the next level. Here, here. That is, oh my God, there truly is 
nothing that makes me happier than watching some of these businesses grow. And I always tell our clients that, and I feel like they think I'm being cheesy, but it really is my, especially when somebody comes to us before they've even launched and then we get to watch it grow from the very start. Oh my gosh. It's an an amazing feeling. I love that. And what I especially love that is because when someone comes to us before they've launched, if they're really looking at it as a business, you could tell they've really done their research and thought it through because they know they need that legal line item, which we always talk about, you know, people Mm -hmm. put money into marketing and they put money into, you know, their hosting and they put money into brand development and website design. And a lot of times people sort of ignore legal. But when I have someone come to me saying, I'm launching the site, this is one of those things I know I need to get taken care of. I want to protect my trademarks. I want to protect my site. I want to do everything right. I want to form that LLC. I get super excited because I'm like, yes, I'm going to help you with that. That's amazing. Exactly. And then watching it grow, it's, it's so rewarding from this side. I almost, it's like, we can't really say we're the parent because we aren't, but it's like being, you know, the involved aunt or uncle. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of fun. Well, Jean, thank you so much for all of this information. Now I want to have a little fun and can we do the lightning round? Yes. Okay. Yes, this is exciting. We can do this. I can do this. Question number one. Tell me five things you love. So I am not as good as you, and this will not be alphabetical. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. I love bags, purses. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I I love bags and purses. I love workout tanks, like really hilarious ones. I love eating. (laughs) Is that a category? Is that a thing? Yes, of course it is. (laughs) Snacking. Um, I love reading. That's not a thing. Let's start this over because I'm doing activities. <laughs> Those are things. <laughs> are they things? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And I also love naps. Oh, I forgot when we did my interview, I didn't list sleep. And that's like, now I just want to go back and read your interview <laughs> with me. You can add sleep. Oh, sleep. Sweet, sweet sleep. Where can I find you when you aren't working? In an ideal world, I'm at the beach. <laughs> Where are you otherwise, if it's not ideal that day? I know. I'm probably at the gym or I also am reading. Excellent. Tell me a celebrity you want to have lunch with. I should have thought of this answer and I didn't. (laughs) What do I love? Um, Oh, I want to have lunch with Amy Schumer. I think she'd be hilarious. See, I thought you were going to say Sia. (gasps) I have betrayed Sia. I remember when you guys solidified your best friendom. Oh, when I went when to you see went her, to see concert, her? we had a connection. I know. How about okay. Sia and Amy Schumer? That would be a very interesting lunch. I actually think my head would explode. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What is the best trip you ever took? Because I know you love to travel. I love to travel. Travel is one of my happiest things. Is when I went to Argentina. That was the best trip I've ever taken. It was pre-kids. I love you guys, but travel is much, <laughs> much, much harder with you. Um, I went to Buenos Aires and I went to Mendoza and I ate and I drank and I slept and I wandered and it was a very, very magical place. What's your favorite workout? So I have to give a huge shout out to a local gym I go to um, called Fit Foundry. Um, I love them. And they do sort of this program, which is a kind of a combination of like a cardio slash weightlifting. And I feel like it's like a good mix for everything. And it's fun. They play awesome music. So going to Fit Foundry is my favorite workout. Now, one of your favorite things that you mentioned or things that you love is your workout tanks. Which one's your favorite? Can you pick a favorite? I have two favorites. 
I actually, you just sent me one that was <laughs> just so unbelievable. It's the quote from Legally Blonde about exercise and endorphins and you can't, she couldn't shoot her husband. That is, <laughs> I was, I'm in love and tied with it is a tank um, that is a picture of the the wagon, the covered wagon from Oregon Trail. And it says you have died of burpees. <laughs> yes. I feel like that every single time. Yes. Oh, okay. What's your favorite beverage? It's a tie between coffee and wine. There is no water answer here. I remember <laughs> water answer. <laughs> Do you guys see how Jamie and I balance each other out? <laughs> yes. It's perfect. Okay. Now the one that was the hardest for me. What's your favorite snack? This is a hard one. This is I almost know. a mean question. Because they feel like you have to pick. pick. It's like picking a favorite child. You can't. You love all the snacks equally because they're snacks. They're perfect. So I actually have this debate with our producer, Don, who you guys never hear, but he makes us sound magical <laughs> because I love Cool Ranch Doritos and I'm pretty sure he thinks they're disgusting, but I stand by the Cool Ranch Dorito love. Jamie, you want to know something? They're one of my absolute favorites too. Yes. Don is outnumbered. That's true. And you know what? Like my, when I need a comfort meal, I have the eating habits of like a very small child. And when I need a comfort meal, I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with Cool Ranch Doritos on the side. That is, that might be my perfect lunch. Oh my gosh. Sounds amazing. I want that today. I do too. (laughs) Now we're both like in our happy place thinking about this. But I have one more question for you, Jamie. Tell me what your first job was. My first job was actually as a lifeguard. It was the best job besides hashtag legal and businesses, of course, that I ever had. <laughs> Did you wear a fancy red bathing suit? I wore a Speedo. Um, I got to wear a very cool red tank top that said lifeguard. I felt insanely important. I had a you whistle. You still have the tank? I wish. I had it for a really, really... I actually had my red... I had like a red... Um, it was like a raincoat that said lifeguard. I had it for an incredibly long time and I think I just lost it in one of my moves. Oh, no. Um, I know. I was really sad about it, even though I I had no business wearing that (laughs) anymore. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It was like, oh, you should not be wearing that. But um, it was it was the best job. It was so much fun. That's awesome. Now that we are done with the interview, Jamie, tell us where we can find you outside of businesses and hashtag legal on, you know, yield Internet. Well, you can follow me on Instagram if you want to see pictures of my kids and my workout tanks and the odd things I see around my local town. Um, you can always friend me on Facebook. I love a new friend. I don't snap anymore. Is that crazy? I stopped. Snap- I actually deleted. Did you move snap- to Instagram stories? Yeah, I deleted Snapchat. I feel like wow. I'm not. Am I going to be smote down by the influencer marketing gods? But I kind of got like over. a lot of people are making that shift now that yeah. Instagram stories are becoming more popular. I think we're going to. I think I sense a future episode. I I know we're going to have to talk about it. And I'm on Twitter at I am Jersey Jamie because I'm from New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all these links will be in our show notes, which you can find at businesses.com slash episode three. Now, we would love for you to join us over in the Businesses HQ, which is our private Facebook group. And we would love to hear about what do you want to ask, Jamie? What do you want to hear about? I want to hear about everybody's favorite snack, because that's actually a pretty big debate in our in this podcast. Um, uh, Oh, you know what? Tell us whether you like Cool Ranch Doritos. That's what I want to know. They're so good. And my husband would look at me like, you have six heads. Why do you love them so much? I'm like, they're amazing. They're amazing. So tell us if you like Cool Ranch Doritos so we can show Don just how wrong he is about those amazing snacks. (laughs) And if you're not a member of the HQ, you can find us at businesses, which is businessese.com slash HQ. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Ease Influencer Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. If you like the podcast, we'd love if you give us a review in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help new listeners find us. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at businessease.com. We'd really love to hang out with you in our Facebook group, the Business Ease HQ. To join, visit businessease.com slash HQ. We want to give a big thank you to our producer, Don Jackson of the Raven Media Group for making us sound so very good. Thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you again next week. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.